Hey, good morning. And uh, we have this thing we're going to do. It's going to be fun, but it's called an undercover friend. Okay, so it's a friendship kind of uh, exchange where you will be anonymous and you will write a note of encouragement to the person assigned to you. So if you have that little handout, we gave everybody one of these. Do you get one of these? It says undercover friends. And do not instructions, but just to review. Now, if you sign up your, you sign your name here at the bottom with your cell phone, some details there. And then ibigay ito, cut it here. You cut it right there. And then ibigay mo dun sa information table at the, at the entrance of this courtyard sa salabas. And then if you choose to participate, Next week, we will give you the name of somebody also with their cell phone and email and their details. No Favorite color nila, whatever. And what you agree, you agree, but you agree that at least once a week, you will write a, a note, just a simple note, kahit one line or one sentence na encouraging that person. Pero wag mong sabihin na ikaw yun. It should be anonymous. And if kumag-text ka sa kanya or Facebook, you have to have a separate SIM card na hindi kilala yung number or yung, yung you know, maybe you can open a, a bogus email account or something. So And then, so, i-encourage mo yung tao na yan at least once a week for uh, until the whole month of, uh, for about a month, okay, through, through June. And then, somebody also na hindi mo kilala, Kilala mo, pero hindi mo alam yung siya. Somebody will anonymously also send you a message to encourage you. And they know who you are, but you don't know who is encouraging you. Basta alam mo, you're receiving a message from somebody. So asahan mo na someone will also be writing you. So this is a kind of undercover friend. And it's a way that we can go about encouraging ang mga kapatiran sa Panginoon na in a fun and interesting way. So yung... I just encourage you be in, be creative. Maybe you can send email or Facebook or text. Or we have a Barnabas board downstairs at the kids' hall. May nakalagay doon Barnabas board. Because Barnabas, siya yung character sa Bible na who was called the son of encouragement. And so the Barnabas board. You can just write a scratch page or half page, fold it, and then with a push pen, ilagay doon with the name of that person on the outside. And so just leave that person you can probably do this every Sunday, before, during, or after the service. And in that way, you encourage your assigned friend as an undercover. Okay, is that clear? Any questions? So I hope everybody will participate. Kung hindi ka mag-fill up ng ganito, nobody will also have the chance to encourage you. So please participate, and I think that'll be great fun. We've been talking about encouragement in this series. I want to come here to... To be with the people at the back. All of my friends at the back say, whoa. Yeah, and okay. So I, I wanted to encourage you. And that's why this series is all about encouragement. The first topic was how to encourage yourself. Because there are times that you don't encourage yourself. And the person that you need to encourage you is not around. Or encourage the more they're the ones who are discouraging you. It happens sometimes. So there are seasons that God allows us to go through where there's no one encouraging you, no one supporting you. And God wants you to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. But most of the time, God uses people to encourage us. And that's why your next topic last week was all about how to be encourageable. You know, be encourageable. Can people encourage you? Or do you block their friendship? Do you block their uh, encouragement? So you have to stay encourageable. Today, I want to share with you a message on how to encourage others. And I hope that you are willing to encourage somebody else. I hope you're willing na gawing mission mo sa buhay mo. To be an encouragement. To be a blessing to other people. Sa totoo lang, God has blessed you so that you can be a blessing to others. Sabi sa Bible that God who comforts us, and yung salita dun sa Bible na comfort, is the same Greek word as encourage. It means to put 
courage in. In courage, put courage in. The God of all comfort and encouragement comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort others with the same comfort that God used to give us encouragement. So it's passing on. Pay it forward. So I want to share with you today this message about encouraging others. You know, everybody needs encouragement. May isang lalaki, down na down siya, he was so discouraged at work, he was even discouraged sa bahay. Sabi niya sa asawa niya, Honey, mismong ikaw din nakaka-discourage. You're, you're discouraging me sometimes. And the only person who's my real friend is my dog. Yung aso ko. Siya lang ang friend ko. And statistics tells that every man needs at least two friends. So ang ginawa ng wife niya, she went out and bought isa pang aso. She bought him another dog. So she now you have your two friends. Another man was in a restaurant. Nag-order siya sa waiter. And he said, waiter. So kinuha yung, yung order niya. And then the waiter says, okay, is there anything else you need? He said, yes. I need encouragement. Sa restaurant pa siya nagahanap ng encouragement. Pero wouldn't it be nice if we had a restaurant in La Union that serves encouragement? Now, you could go to that restaurant and you could order encouragement. And they will, they will bring you people and the people will come to your table and just, oh, you're so you know, handsome. You're, you're, you're good. I like your hair. And they will just encourage you. Sana, sana, minsan we could just buy encouragement. Maganda pa sana kung drive through. You could drive through window and you could, I would like to order a large encouragement. But it doesn't work like that because God uses people like you and me to encourage others. In the Bible, see Barnabas, son of encouragement, he encouraged Paul. No, hindi pa si Paul, si Paul, ang pangalan niya si Saul, isa siya sang, sa mga persecutors of Christians, even helping to kill Christians, bago siya naging Christian himself. And when he became a Christian, walang naniniwala sa kanya, kasi ang buhay niya talagang anti-Christ siya. And when he became a Christian, si Barnabas ang nag, nakipagkaibigan sa kanya. Barnabas took him in, let him stay in his house, ministered to him, prayed for him. And Barnabas actually encouraged itong tao nito na naging super apostle and wrote most of the New Testament. People can do great things when they are encouraged. And people spiral into failure and unwise decisions when they're discouraged. Wouldn't you like to be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem? Wouldn't you like to be the source of somebody else's success and encouragement? Wouldn't you like to be a Barnabas? that your life would encourage someone and dahil sa'yo, yung tao na yan ay naging successful, naging on fire, nagbloom, nagprosper. Be a Barnabas. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo dyan, be like Barnabas. And, and Moses encouraged Joshua and Joshua encouraged the people of Israel. And Jonathan, yung anak ni Haring Saul, Jonathan encouraged David. Kahit na sana siya ang naging next na hari, but Jonathan encouraged David. And David became a great king. And even God is called, ang, ang isang sa mga nicknames ni God is called the God of encouragement. Jesus encouraged a lot of people. And we need to be Encouraging. So I want to give, give you three ways how you can encourage others. And I hope that you have the desire at least. Maybe you say, well, I, I don't have the skill. I'm not like you. I'm not a good speaker. I hope you at least you have the desire or yung intention na baging encourager sa ibang tao.
But the first way how you can encourage other people is through your fellowship. Your fellowship. That means, yung ginagawa natin sa tuwing Sunday, nagtitipon-tipon sa, sa samahan ng Kristiyano, and we, we come together to fellowship, to, to worship, to be together as the Lord's body. It, hindi kalaoban ng Diyos ang kanyang body kalat and never meets together. Ang kalaoban ng Diyos that the Lord's body will meet together. Sa New Testament pa nga eh, the Lord's family met together daily. Daily. Tayo naman, once a week. And, and we have other times. Actually, we have praise and prayer on Tuesday at 7.15. We have soaking once a month. We have a Saturday service, Sunday service, dalawa. We have missions sa hapon. So actually, there's many opportunities. I hope meron kang cell group during the week. Cell group namin, we meet at Jonathan's house on Friday night for the men. And that is, mostly, that's the highlight of our week. Right, guys? Talagang yan ang pinakamagandang gabi. And we love being together. We love fellowship. But did you know that your presence palang, baka hindi mo alam, but your presence palang, just showing up, naka-encourage ka ng ibang tao. Yeah. Hindi ka pa nagsalita. Hindi ka pa nag, uh, nag-offering. <laughs> Hindi ka pa nagturo. Hindi ka, you, you haven't done anything. Just show up. Just your presence. People are encouraged. That's the power of presence. Maybe you don't believe me, but I, for, I personally am encouraged when you're here. Are you encouraged when I'm here? Did you miss me for two months? I missed you too. And just being together is encouraging. That's fellowship. And there's three things na, that we... Na, na, parang benefits of fellowship. Letter A there is that when you fellowship, you obey Christ's commands. You obey Christ's commands. Ang daming mga nabanggit sa New Testament na tinatawag na one another's. Yung mga... Uh, words or commands of Jesus Christ for us to do things with one another. Okay? Sabihin mo, one another? No, no, no. Three times louder. One another? So I'm going to share with you some of the one another scriptures na makikita natin sa Bible. And when I say, or when I pause, then saka na isisigaw mo yung one another. Okay? Try, try natin. So Bible ang nakalagay doon is encourage, pray for, love, confess to, sing to. No, you should have said one another. Sing to. Yan. Wash one another's feet. Sabi ni Jesus, I wash your feet, gawin mo ulit, gawin mo din sa iba. Serve, submit to, admonish. Okay, greet. Did you greet one another this morning? Okay, um, teach. Come on, a little bit louder. Accept, honor, bear with, forgive, all of these are in the Bible. They're one another's. And sa pamamagitan ng iyong fellowship with other believers, mao-obey mo ang mga commands ni Christ to be with one another. Uh, another one here in 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. Let's read that together. If we are living in the light as God is in the light... We have fellowship with each other. So letter B is that this, that your fellowship is prove, it proves, it proves that you are living in the light. Okay? Now, anong ibig sabihin, living in the light? Sa Bible, ang word light usually refers to enlightenment or truth. Okay, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. So he says, I am, 
I'm the, I'm the truth. When, when you are living in darkness, you are deceived. Pag madilim sa bahay, maybe brown out sa gabi, you cannot see reality kung anong meron dyan. You cannot see kung may mga damit dyan sa sahig, kung uh, yung kutsara mo ay kutsilyo pala. And you, there's too many things that can trick you in the dark, can fool you and deceive you. So you need the light para makita mo yung katotohanan. And when you're living in the light, you're living in the truth of God's Word. Hindi ibig sabihin perfect ang buhay mo, but it means that you know what's the truth. You know Jesus, the truth. And when you are fellowshipping with other believers, that is proof that you're living in the light. Ang Kristiyano na hindi nakikipag-fellowship sa kapwang Kristiyano, I would have to question, are you really living in the light? Because it says, if we are living in the light, like God is, then we will have fellowship with each other. So if this is evidence. This is na mapapatunayan na you're walking in the light, you're living a light and truthful life. Hindi ka secretive, hindi ka in the dark, wala kang tinatago, hindi ka na nag- nagiging uh, double, double uh, parang hypocrite. You're living in the light. You have nothing to hide. You're open. Your life is truth. And the proof that your life is in the light, your lifestyle is open. The proof is that you're in fellowship. Hindi ka nahihiya na mag-church. Hindi ka umiiwas sa kapwang Kristiyano. You're fellowshipping. That is proof that your life is in the light. Now, number letter C is that your fellowship develops spiritual maturity. Okay? Develops spiritual maturity. Bilang Kristiyano, God wants us to grow mature. When you're born anew, you're like a baby. And uh, habang, na, habang tumatagal, a Christian should grow up, should mature. There's things you learn, there's things you can do. Na bilang matured Christian, na hindi ginagawa ng baby Christian. Ba? But fellowship matures you. It strengthens your spiritual muscles. Why? Because in fellowship, in meeting with other and, and spending time and, and being in a cell group or in environment na kung saan na andun yung mga iba pang Christians that have different opinions from you, they have different uh, ideas, different attitudes, sometimes hard to deal with, sometimes they hurt your feelings. Ah, doon ka matututo na mag-forgive, di ba? Doon ka na you kailangan ma-exercise those spiritual muscles. Yung pagtsatsaga, long-suffering, serving other people na hindi convenient sa'yo. You know, bearing other people's burdens. Na sana wala kang kinalaman doon sa kanilang problema, but because of fellowship, you take it also as your burden. And all of these one another's, forgive and bear and, and serve, all of these interactions, these will strain you, stretch you. And just like a physical muscle, hindi lalago at hindi lalakas kung walang resistance, walang pressure, kung walang pain. Pero dahil sa mga yan, dahil sa working out that physical muscle, Lumalakas, tumitigas, at nagiging matibay, nagiging malakas. Do you understand that kung ikaw, sinasabi mo, or if you feel that you're matured as a believer, madali lang sabihin na I'm matured, na kapag walang nag-challenge sa'yo. It's very easy to say you're matured when no one is pressuring you. When no one is testing your patience. When no one is violating your rights, it's very easy to say, I'm a matured Christian. Dahil sa pinagaralan ko, and I know a lot of things. 
But the real maturity ay makikita sa fellowship. When you have to deal with other people. Mga kapatid, there's no maturity without interaction with others. If you live your life isolated, Christian solo, that is no way to be matured. That's no way to grow. You will not have strong spiritual muscles just solo with you and 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 you've got to have fellowship and fellowship is the way to encourage other people we pray together imagine how do you feel when someone else mentions your name in their prayer to god diba ang ganda ang ganda ng feeling na special mention pangalan mo Habang kinakausap niya si God. And he's praying for you and bearing your burdens. And we uh, sing. Isn't it encouraging to worship together? I mean, I know we, we, we also sing na magisa sa, sa CR, sa banyo. And, and you're there and you sing. And th- that's your chance to be a, a rock star. But, you know, really, it's so encouraging when the more the merrier. When all of our voices, natin combines and, and we shake this building with the worship to the king. And it's very encouraging. You can read the Bible on your own. It's also nice to hear the preaching of God's word. And yung katabi is notes. Then he's getting excited. And lalo na kapag marami, and there's fellowship happening, the more na parang nakakaroon tayo ng mga fresh revelations. Nakakaroon tayo ng mga enlightenment na which we could not get just sitting at home alone with our own Bibles there. That's good also, but it's different in the fellowship. Amen? Do you agree with this? So we need to have this fellowship eating together. Na, nalaman ko sa mga members na nag-church sa Manila, I think it was Jonathan and Tessie, na nag-church sila sa Manila, sabi nila, ang ganda ng church, maraming uh, tao, and they were friendly. Pero after the church, uh, uwi ka agad. Everybody just, wala lang, basta uwi na kaagad. And then he said, hindi ka gaya dito sa atin, na kahit 30 minutes, one hour afterwards, na and you know, when you eat together, it does something. It's encouraging. It builds relationships. That's why the Lord's Supper got started. Because having a piece of bread, having a drink of wine together, it's bonding. Right? Even romance, your love life got started uh, or it developed by going out to eat together. Come on, let's. Can, can I invite you out for dinner? Yeah, and, and it's not about the food, but you sit down together and mutually build up each other. Relationships develop and strengthen and are encouraging when you eat together, fellowship together, pray together, um, serve together. Pag sabay sabay tayo volunteer, you become close. Doon sa iyong kasama sa ministry. Shoulder to shoulder, serving for a purpose that's bigger than you. And ministering and volunteering and serving together is encouraging. Last year, uh, no, that was 2009, Bonifacio Day. We had this, uh, Bayanihan Day sa Bonifacio Day. How many of you were a part of that? You know, so many people serving and you know, pawis and yung iba, kailangan pa ng magpa-first aid because it was hard work. But yung sama-sama na magsuserve to build and paint and repair, nakaka-encourage. And great memories were established on that day. So I'm encouraging you to encourage other people sa pamamagitan ng iyong pakikipag-fellowship sa kapwang Kristiyano. Does that make sense? Do not neglect. It says right here in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. Let us think of ways. Okay, sino mga creative thinkers dito? Let us think of ways. Maging innovative. Maging original. Let us think of ways 
to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not, so be more not, let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but not you. But encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. So don't neglect, don't fail to prioritize the fellowship. And it says in Acts chapter 9, verse 31, that the church enjoyed a time of peace. It was strengthened and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. It grew in numbers. Something powerful can happen to a church that is encouraged. You will feel some energy in the atmosphere. A church that is encouraged will grow in numbers. As the Holy Spirit lights the fire and the enthusiasm and puts courage in people, hindi sila nahihiya na mag-invite. Hindi sila nahihiya na mag-testimony about the Lord. A discouraged church means yung courage is taken out. So na, na drain, na sap, yung strength, yung energy, yung desire. Wala na, parang natatakot na magsabi, I'm a Christian. You know, ano nahihiya, kinakahiya pa ang kanyang panampalataya. And that's a discouraged Christian. And a discouraged church will not invite new people. Because you're discouraged. A discouraged church will not serve joyfully. A discouraged church will not have joy in the house. A discouraged church will just become like a religious institution. Gusto mo ba yung ganon culture sa church natin? Boring. Dead ma. Okay, look around you right now. And size up the atmosphere in your own heart and in the people around you. And if you discern that someone in your Christian family is discouraged, mga kapatid, we have a responsibility to the house. You have a responsibility to your family to encourage other people with your fellowship. Number two, encourage people with your example. Ang, ang example ng buhay mo, just the way you live can be an encouragement. Just the fact that nagtatapat ka, you're faithful to the Lord all these years, that encourages people. You know, I'm encouraged sa mga nakikita kong members ng SFCC who have been with me and with this family for so many years, since the beginning. There's Lolit there. There's Marvin and Marie. And Mijay and Muriel and Marky. Their whole, their whole life. I'm encouraged by yung, yung consistency. Sino pa hindi dito na matagal na? Uh, Cynthia. Cynthia was with us in the very first year. And uh, sino pa? Some people moved on. Some people died. Oh, of course, Ami. And these guys, we, we even lived together for a while. Sa cru the Cruz family. And so I'm encouraged just knowing that your life is a life of consistent serving and loving God. Your example, the way you live, can encourage people. Ikaw ay businessman and you're a Christian businessman. Nakaka-encourage yan. Ikaw ay isang student and you are not ashamed of the name of God. That's encouraging. Ikaw ay may, 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 may bahay na may gate and you post their scriptures. 
You know, just your example. You, you're not ashamed of the Word of God. And you, and you put uh, something there that says, me and my house will serve the Lord. Or kung ano yung mga, your lifestyle can encourage people. Yung aking kapatid na si Jonathan, uh, he was so outgoing and so radical. Ano siya? Kenkoy. And I thought, and most of us thought, that he was just an ordinary youth, a college student. But nung namatay siya, he, he was killed in an accident. After siya namatay, ay lumabas na yung mga testimonies ng mga friends niya from all over the nation of America. Ang daming na nagsabi at nag-testimony na dahil kay Jonathan, dahil sa example ni Jonathan, ako ay naging Christian. Yung mga friends niya na galing sa non-Christian families, they were converted to Christ because of Jonathan. Hindi siya preacher, hindi siya missionary, katulad ko. He's just an ordinary college guy. Nakakala mo uh, makulit, you know, and he likes to party, and he likes to have a fun time. But he never compromised his faith in Christ. And sa example ng buhay niya, maraming naging Christian. Maraming na-encourage. And when Jonathan, and then a year before, my brother Jerry, namatay din, so dalawang... Dalawang namatay sa aming family. And my mom and dad continue to uh, give praise to God. Hindi sila naging bitter. Hindi sila naging depressed. Yung mga funeral services ng, ng kapat, mga kapatid ko, they were full of joy and celebration. And maraming nag-testimony na dahil sa attitude ng mga magulang ko, dahil sa kanilang... Uh, response to the tragedy of losing two children, maraming na-encourage at na-bless ng mga tao because they saw high na high pa rin ang parents ko sa kanilang faith. And they never lost hope. They never cursed God. They never became depressed because they have hope. Your example can encourage people. Tandaan mo, the way, listen, the way you live your life affects not just you. The way that you live your life affects a lot of people. The way you parent your children affects not only your children. Other people are watching you. And they are either encouraged by you or discouraged. The way that you run your business is not just between you and your clients. You understand? You're, you're, you're the way you uh, talk, the way you walk, the way you conduct yourself, the way you respond to different circumstances, the way you build or do not build relationships. It all affects more than just you. Our life is an example, either a good example or a negative one. So tandaan mo, we need to take care how we live. That's why Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4, Verse 12 to 16, he says, Until I get there, focus on reading the Scriptures to the church, encouraging the believers and teaching them. Listen, throw yourself into your tasks so that everyone will see your progress. Keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. And stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and for the salvation of those who hear you. Our fellowship, our example, and number three, your words. Your words. Can, you can encourage people with your mouth, your words. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 Read it with me. Let everything you say be good 
and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Ang mga lumalabas sa bibig mo ba ay nakaka-encourage? Nakaka-excite? Nakakapag-uplift ng mga nakakarinig sa'yo? Tone of voice mo pa lang, how is it? Is it so encouraging? Yung content, what you're talking about. You know, sometimes, uh, instead of uplifting, we just complain, gossip, criticize. And, and I know we all need to reevaluate how we talk. And I believe that we need the power of the Holy Spirit na magbigay ng inspiration for us so that our mouth will encourage. Listen to what it says in Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. The Lord God gives me the right words to encourage the weary. Minsan, you ask God, Lord, I'm going to work today. Give me the right words to encourage the weary. Give me a word of blessing. Give me something good to say. So, hingi tayo ng tulong sa Diyos. Lord, help me to be an encouragement. Because ang natural sa atin minsan is complaining and, and arguing. So, God, give me the right words. Sabi sa Psalms, let, let the words of my mouth and, and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O God. And Job chapter 4, verse 4. He says, your words have supported those who were falling. You encouraged those with shaky knees. Alam yung shaky knees, yung mga tuhod na gumagalaw. Have you seen someone standing in public and uh, nakahawag sila ng microphone? Actually, it's very, it's very uh, nakaka-nervous. And you see their knees like that. Have you seen someone... Very, uh, yung parang uh, insecure and nawawala siya ng confidence. That's discouragement because nawawala ng courage. And the Bible says that your words can strengthen. It says in Job 4, it says your words supported those who were falling. Those with shaky knees. Those people that were falling into sin and muntik na sila ng decision ng life-devastating choices. But you encouraged them and you stopped them from falling. And the person who was losing his self-worth, nawawala siya ng, he feels so unworthy, but you spoke a word and said, God is on your side. You can do all things through Christ. And not na- uplift and not encourage up because of those words that came from your mouth. Praise God. Magpagamit tayo sa Dios to encourage people. It's a powerful thing, encouragement. And it's also a powerful thing, discouragement. You can actually build or destroy with your mouth. You can heal or hurt with your words. You can encourage or discourage by the words you speak. We have this thing sa, sa mga cell group na ginagawa. I hope gagamitin nyo tong game. It's like a game. You put this chair in the middle of the circle. Sa cell group or Lalo na kapag may birthday party, you can do this. It's not really a roasting, but the, the person, and you can take turns, okay? The person will sit in this chair, natawag nito is the hot seat. Okay, so the hot seat. And kung sino nakaupo dyan sa hot seat, everybody will take turns and go around and say, kahit very short, they will say a, a affirming word sa kanya. Isipin mo, anything. Okay, even, oh, ang ganda ng pagka-time ng shoelaces mo. Wow, you, I like your hair. I like your, you, you sing good. You're a good cook. Or anything affirming. You bless my life. I miss you. I'm proud of you. And those words, maski na alam ng tao na this is just a game, 
God, no, it still feels good, right? It still feels good to hear something uplifting and encouraging. So use your words to encourage other people. Alamin mo ang kanilang love language. Tung tao nito is especially blessed with words, or does he like yung time? Nabasta mag-spend time and then makikinig ako. That can be a blessing. That can encourage. Hindi ka pa nagsasalita, nakikinig lang. You're encouraging someone. Your your service, you help them. You help them in some service, simple ways of serving them. If that person's love language is service, what a what an encouragement. Or yung touch, nakaka-encourage sa sa iba sa atin is a pat on the back. You know? A hug. I tell you what, sometimes you just need a hug. Maybe you're even a grown man. Maybe you are... Maybe you've never been hugged in a proper way. Maybe you've not been hugged since you were a, a, a child. If you like to receive love, why not try also to give that? A pat on the back, a high five. At isa pang thing is, is use someone's first name. Nakaka-encourage siya. Even though, sometimes I will just call someone's name. Joseph. Ganun. Eh, wala akong sasabihin. Wala nang iba akong sasabihin. Eh, Joseph. Henry, yan, yan, Edwin. Minsan, ganun lang. Wala na kong ibang maisip na magsabihin. But just the name pa lang, you use someone's first name, that's encouraging for them. Di ba? So, use words and use creativity, but be on the mission of encouraging others. Before you leave this compound today, at least encourage three people. Whether they need it or not. Because <laughs> the truth is, everybody needs encouragement. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. Encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. Colossians 3, 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. In all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing. Okay, admonishing. Parang pinapolish mo ng ibang tao. One another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Okay? And in 1 Thessalonians 4.18, it says, Use such truths. Yung mga scriptures. Use truths to encourage one another. Pwede mong gamitin ng scriptures. Okay, I have a verse for you. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. All things work together for the good. I have a word of God from you. Minsan, you don't even need your own words. Gamitin mo yung words ni God from the Bible. Mag-scan yung daily bread and mag-scan yung Bible mo and find a verse na maibibigay mo sa ibang tao. And just write it on a note. Here's a verse for you. I hope this encourages you today. Diba? Come on, my friends, listen. It's free. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. To be an encouragement, it's so powerful. And Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Dito tayo magtatapos. Luke 6, 38 says this. Give and it will be given to you. It pressed down and shaken together and running over will men give into your bosom. And Jesus is talking about, you know, resources and, and we always talk about this pag uh, and offering time, you know, giving money and being uh, selfless and sharing. But I believe Luke 6.38, give and it shall be given to you, I naga-apply din sa encouragement. What if it said, give encouragement 
and encouragement will be given to you with interest. Press down and, and running over. You will be swimming in encouragement. And I know in this season right now, many of you are discouraged. You've been discouraged for a variety of reasons. Kanyang-kanyang discouragements. But masasabi ko sa inyo, if you feel discouraged and you, you, you need someone to encourage you, tandaan mo na when you have a need, sow a seed. That's right. If you need corn, plant corn. If you need mangoes, plant a mango seed. If you need money, plant money. So money. Tama yung sinabi ni Grace kanina. You don't expect na exactly uh, peso for peso na mababalik sa'yo in the same form. But if you are consistently a generous person, then somehow, one way or another, financial generosity will also be back to you. Sabi niya, and she mentioned a testimony about good health. Eh kung hindi sa good health, you'll be spending a lot, di ba? So it's all, it's all related. The kind of seed that you sow is the kind of seed you can harvest. So if you sow friendship, you're going to reap friends. If you, if you sow smiles and laughter and you're going to reap. And if you sow encouragement, if you need encouragement, then you encourage someone. And it will come back to you. And I know sometimes, ang hirap eh. Mismong ikaw discouraged. And you say, how can I give that which I do not have? Well, you encourage yourself. At kahit kunting seed lang, kahit gano kamunti, even the, Jesus said, even if you have faith, how small like the seed of a mustard, the mustard seed, that faith, if you plant it, it can even move mountains. It can do miracles. It, it can grow bigger. It's, it's just small, but it can become big. So, if you are very, very discouraged, just come up with one seed. I'm, I'm challenging you. I, I ask you to try it. If you're so discouraged, walang ngiti sa mukha mo, and you, you got nothing good to say, you feel bad, you, emotionally, physically, whatever, encourage yourself enough to come up with one small seed that you can encourage someone else. I like your hair. I miss you. You're a blessing to me. And try na lang na bigyan ng kunting sigla. <laughs> you try to say, you know, go, go, go. Kaya mo yan. God is with you. You know, give a... Is that too hard? No. And with that mustard seed size encouragement, but you give it away. In turn, he will appreciate your encouragement. And in turn, it will become a source of encouragement for you. If you're blessed to be a blessing, are you, are you, are you following me? Here's the thing, mga kapatid. Don't always be looking for encouragement from others. Look for others to encourage. Okay? Inuulit ko. Don't always be waiting and looking. Who, who is going to encourage me? Walang nag-encourage sa akin. And, and you, you start to have self-pity. You start to blame other people for how you feel and what you're not doing or doing and it, it it's such a sick it's a soul sick condition for you to stay discouraged and you don't have to be hindi naman kailangan na 
to, to be in that condition week after week after week. Instead of waiting for someone to encourage you, how about look for someone to encourage? Na akala mo yung situation mo ang pinaka worse sa lahat. But there's someone else that needs encouragement as much as you and more than you. Find that person and give away some courage. Put courage in someone else. And it will be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Now, this morning, as you hear me, maaring, and I'm preaching to myself also, maybe we need to repent this morning. Maybe we need to make some adjustments. Yeah? Maybe I need to check kung how is my attitude tungkol sa fellowship. Priority ba? Do I avoid fellowship sometimes? Do I avoid those opportunities na magtipon-tipon sa kapatiran sa Panginoon? Do I despise even the fellowship? Check your heart. How is your attitude about the fellowship? Well, I don't feel encouraged. Do one. Well, nahihiya ako. Matagal na hindi ako nagatian. Kaya you know, mga kapatid, do you take for granted the fellowship? We are so blessed that we have a church family. Don't take it for granted. Sabi sa Bible, do not neglect the assembly. Do not, do not fail to prioritize. Yung iba jana you. Their habit is, kapag may extra time, okay, I'll attend. Pero hindi, hindi naging priority. Alam mo, sa mga ibang bansa, it's a, it's, a, it's a privilege. It's illegal even. Contraband on church service. It's, it's not even allowed. And here we are with a great church family. We should not take it for granted. How's your attitude about the church family? Or maybe we need to repent about our example. You know, just check your life. It's time for us to really go to the Lord and, with humility and say, Oh God, my example has not been so good. I've influenced people wrongly. And you know, if you need to make some adjustments, let the Lord, let the Lord adjust your lifestyle. Would you allow God to rearrange your life para ikaw ay maging good example? That your life will be living uh, in the light. It doesn't mean you, you never make mistakes. My gosh, I, I've made so many mistakes every week. But regardless of how many times you fail, you get back up again. Don't run to the darkness. Don't hide yourself and isolate yourself. No matter how bad a mistakes you do, don't cut yourself off. And don't live a secret life in the dark. Walk in the light as He is in the light and have fellowship with each other. Have, a, have an example that other new Christians will see your life and they would want to have your faith. And maybe we need to repent of our words. May God circumcise our mouth and cut off the filth and the, and the complaining and arguing and the discouraging things that comes out of our mouth. The gossip. The lies. The prideful words. The words that backstab other people. The words that steer up divisions and competition. The negative campaigns against someone that hurt us. 
May God change our mouth so that no unwholesome talk will come out, but only what is helpful and encouraging to build other people up. Ayon sa kanilang mga nangyayalangan. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to God. If you need to make an adjustment today, let's just come before the Lord. Now, sometimes I'm not encouraging, but I want to be. Would you join me in that desire? And I know that you've made mistakes too. You've discouraged people. But I ask you this morning to at least be willing. At least want to be encouraging. And I believe God will honor and respond to the initiative of your heart's intention. And He will begin to, by His supernatural power, He'll put in you words. He'll give you words to speak. He'll give you an attitude that you had not before. He will make adjustments so that you will be a source of encouragement to others. Stop thinking about how to be encouraged and start looking on who you can encourage. I want you to bow your eyes, bow your head and close your eyes as we come before the Lord with an attitude of humility right now. Father, change my life and, and help me to be an encourager. I believe you encourage me so that I can be an encouragement sa mga iba. Panginoon, let's just change our attitude and our priorities tungkol sa fellowship. Help us to love the church, love the house, love other people. It's hard sometimes kapag uh, nah, things go wrong. And, but Lord, this is the time and place to develop spiritual maturity, to exercise our interpersonal skills and develop real spiritual muscles as we are stretched and tested and our patience is tried and we have to forgive impossible things. Just strengthen us. Gawin mo po kaming supernaturally strong in spiritual matters. And let us be so committed to the fellowship that we develop maturity and become even stable leaders and, and influencers in the church. Lord, give us a, a commitment to cell group and to fellowship and worship together and help us to be like Jesus washing others' feet and to obey your commands na makipag ano-ano sa one another. And I pray that our examples will be purified, modified, rearranged so that our life will not be negative but it will be a, a positive and encouraged meant to iba sa others. And I help. I ask you, Lord, to, to modify the, the words we speak. Give us uh, words that uplift and encourage and help us not to be gossipers and complainers, criticizers, liars. Father, put your words in our mouth and help us to speak not just everything that we think, but help us to speak words that will honor you and deliver your grace to other people. Make us an encouragement today that we start with baby steps, giving a seed and encouraging others. And we believe that, Lord, it, 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 it will just come back. harvest. We will reap a harvest of great encouragement. Thank you for your truth. Thank you that you never run out of fresh ideas and ways to put your faith in our lives. In Jesus' name. And amen. Amen. Again, mga kapatid, don't leave here today na hindi ka naka-encourage ng isang tao. And not just one. But try to look around and 
And just in simple ways, get your habit started. The habit of encouraging other people. Okay? God bless you. Have a, and don't forget, fill this out. And so you can become an undercover friend and be blessed to be a blessing. God bless you. Greet one another right now and encourage one another in Jesus' name.